Good morning and welcome to Current Radio. It's Wednesday, January 10th. Today we're discussing Tesla's refreshed Model 3 now available in the U.S. and Hyundai's prediction for its electric air taxi business to take flight in 2028. Plus, crypto apps Binance, Kraken, and KuCoin have disappeared from Apple's App Store in India, and NASA is delaying Artemis moon missions to give SpaceX and others more time to develop tech. All this coverage and more, up next. Welcome to Current Radio's Technology Station. Please enjoy today's selection of technology news. Tesla is now selling the revamped version of its Model 3 sedan in the United States, just four months after it debuted in China and Europe. This is the first major overhaul of the electric vehicle that brought Tesla to a true mass market. Celeste, can you tell us more about the changes in the new-look Model 3? Absolutely, James. The changes in the new Model 3 are mostly on the inside. There's a small ambient light bar that wraps around the cabin, a new touchscreen display, and another one for rear seat passengers, better sound dampening, and upgraded materials. Tesla has also removed the stalks from the steering column, meaning the gear selection now happens automatically, or on the touchscreen. The exterior of the sedan features new headlights and taillights and a less bulbous front nose. Interesting. And what about the price and range of the new Model 3? The upgraded Model 3 comes in two variants. The rear-wheel drive version starts at $38,990, and Tesla claims it offers the same range of roughly 272 miles as its predecessor. The long-range version starts at $45,990 and can travel around 341 miles, up from the claimed 333-mile range of the previous long-range Model 3. It seems like Tesla has been quite aggressive with its pricing strategy. Can you elaborate on that? Yes, Tesla has been offering discounts both in the U.S. and abroad throughout 2023 in an effort to beat back competition and keep up with its own growth targets. This strategy seems to have been successful, especially in China, where Tesla notched its best quarter ever to round out 2023, largely thanks to sales of the refreshed Model 3. With the rollout of the revamped Model 3 in the U.S., Tesla has now updated three of its four core models, marking an exciting time for electric vehicle enthusiasts and Tesla fans alike. In related news, Hyundai's advanced air mobility company, Supernal, has unveiled its latest electric vertical takeoff and landing aircraft, the SA-2, a significant step towards Hyundai's goal of launching a commercial electric air taxi service. Celeste, can you give us some insight into this development? Absolutely, James. The SA-2 is essentially a more advanced version of Hyundai's initial vision for an electric air taxi. The company's timeline for launching this service has become more realistic over the years. Back in 2021, Hyundai partnered with Uber Elevate, which is now part of Joby Aviation, to develop and potentially mass-produce air taxis for a future aerial rideshare network. However, the eVTOL industry still lacks a single commercial operator, so Hyundai's plans have become more grounded. So what's the current timeline for the SA-2? Hyundai aims to have the SA-2 shuttling passengers by 2028. It's a significant undertaking, and Hyundai is investing heavily in the project, with a 600-person team and the backing of Hyundai Motor Group's technical and business capabilities. However, there are still hurdles to overcome. The SA-2 needs to undergo a lengthy Type 1 certification process with the Federal Aviation Administration, 
before it can fly commercially. Testing of technology demonstrator vehicles will begin this year in California, and the company will submit its application to the FAA this year as well. Can you tell us more about the SA-2's design and capabilities? The SA-2 is a V-tail aircraft with a distributed electric propulsion architecture and eight all-tilting rotors. It's designed with redundant components like the powertrain, flight controls, and avionics, which are all safety-critical systems required for commercial aviation. The aircraft is designed to cruise at 120 miles per hour at a 1,500-foot altitude, making it suitable for suburban to inner-city travel with trips between 25 and 40 miles. The aircraft's noise level is about 65 decibels during takeoff and landing and 45 decibels while cruising, which is comparable to a dishwasher. The interior is modular, including the ability to replace the battery as technology improves. It's fascinating to see how Hyundai is pushing the boundaries of air mobility and will certainly be keeping an eye on the progress of the SA2 and the broader eVTOL industry. In a shift to the tech sector, Apple has removed the apps of at least nine crypto exchanges from its app store in India, including major players like Binance and Kraken, after these firms were flagged for allegedly operating illegally in the country. Celeste, can you break this down for us? Certainly, James. The Financial Intelligence Unit, an Indian government agency, issued show-cause notices to these crypto firms, accusing them of non-compliance with India's anti-money laundering rules. The FIU had requested India's IT ministry to block the websites of these services in the country. Other exchanges affected include Huobi, Gate.io, Bittrex, and Bitfinex. However, these apps are still listed on the Google Play Store in India, and their websites remain accessible. Interesting. So what does this mean for users who had already installed these apps on their devices? Those users can continue accessing the apps, James. The removal from the App Store primarily affects new downloads. It's worth noting that many Indian traders have been switching to global cryptocurrency platforms recently, possibly to evade taxes. India began taxing virtual currencies last year, imposing a 30% tax on gains and a 1% deduction on each crypto transaction. That's a hefty tax. How are India-based crypto exchanges reacting to this situation? India-based exchanges like CoinSwitch, Kuber, and CoinDCX have been requiring rigorous know-your-customer verifications before onboarding new users. Ashish Singhal, the CEO of CoinSwitch, has stated that offshore exchanges should consider registering with the FIUND and comply with India's AML and CFT measures if they wish to do business in India. CoinDCX has even announced that it will provide rewards to customers who transfer their crypto assets from global exchanges to its India-based platform. It seems like a complex situation. How has India's stance on cryptocurrencies evolved over the years? India has historically had a tough stance towards cryptocurrencies. The Reserve Bank of India implemented a ban on cryptocurrencies about half a decade ago. Although this ban was eventually struck down by India's Supreme Court, the central bank has continued to advocate for outlawing crypto. Its top officials have even likened virtual digital assets to Ponzi schemes. This has led to some global crypto exchanges, like Coinbase, to stop aborting new customers in India. It's clear that the crypto landscape in India is undergoing significant changes, and it will be interesting to see how this situation develops and what it means for the future of crypto in the country. Thanks for the insights, Celeste. In other news, 
NASA has announced a delay in the next two Artemis missions to the moon, including the first crewed lunar mission in over half a century to allow commercial partners more time to develop their technology. Celeste, can you give us some insight into this? Certainly, James. Artemis II, which was originally scheduled for 2024, is now set for no earlier than September 2025. Meanwhile, Artemis III, the mission that will send humans to the lunar south pole, is now scheduled for September 2026. The Artemis program involves a complex architecture with critical contributions from major commercial partners, including SpaceX, Blue Origin, and aerospace giants Lockheed Martin, Northrop Grumman, and Boeing. So what exactly does the Artemis II mission entail? For Artemis II, NASA plans to use its massive space launch system rocket and its Orion capsule to send a crew of four on a 10-day journey through space. This crew will include three Americans and one Canadian. The mission is a significant one, but it's Artemis III that really ups the ante. How so? Artemis III is substantially more complex. While two astronauts will launch on SLS and travel in Orion as in the prior mission, the capsule must then dock with an orbiting SpaceX Starship to bring them to the surface. This is part of the human landing system that SpaceX is developing under a $2.9 billion contract. However, it's not as simple as it might sound. SpaceX must also develop in-orbit refueling capabilities, as the architecture involves Starship refueling in space before picking up the astronauts. That sounds incredibly complex. Are there any other challenges? Absolutely. After delivering astronauts to the moon, the Starship HLS must then launch from the surface before docking with Orion. This will require a significant number of starships, each with propellant transfer capabilities, around 10 tankers, according to SpaceX senior engineer Jessica Jensen. Additionally, Artemis III will need new spacesuits, which NASA has contracted Axiom Space to deliver at a cost of $228.5 million. And let's not forget the issues NASA discovered after the demonstration launch of SLS in late 2022, including problems with Orion's heat shield, the life support system, and the abort system. It's clear that this is a monumental task. What's NASA's stance on all these challenges? NASA's associate administrator has called for a realistic plan considering the incredible technical challenges ahead. The agency emphasizes that safety is the top priority and crewed missions come with a host of additional challenges and significantly higher stakes than uncrewed missions. Even the new dates for the program are considered aggressive given the technical work ahead. It's a daunting task indeed, but one that could potentially reshape our understanding of space travel. And we'll be watching closely as NASA and its partners navigate these challenges. All right, that wraps up our stories for today and we look forward to bringing you more updates tomorrow here on Current Radio.